Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart, and in today's episode, I want to talk about Joe Biden. I want to talk about Joe Biden because it appears as though he's going to be the guy. He's the guy now. Or the, I guess if we want to be politically correct, the person. He's the person that's going to be the Democratic candidate for president. Um, He was not my first choice. Probably not my second choice. Um, I, I don't understand why he's the choice. Honestly, I wanted... I, I would have been happy with, like, a young guy like Budicic or, like, maybe Kamala Harris or um, Bernie. Bernie would have been great. Bernie was a good choice. I was I was ready to support Bernie for this. Like, I got... Uh, at the end of February, I accidentally walked into a Bernie rally. And a day later, that's when they, that's when all of like the um, Democratic presidential candidates, except for Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, all dropped out and all pretty much endorsed Joe Biden for the presidency. And I'm like, what? It's like some crazy Voltron monster. That they created. All backing him. After making fun of him. For his senility. For all that time during like the debates. And stuff like that. And all just just blaming him. And being mad at him. Oh no we love Joe. We want to be behind him. Really? I get it though. Because they want to be Trump. And they think that Biden. Probably has the best chance to do it. So. Okay. It's fine and. And last week, Bernie dropped out, and I found that hilarious. Even though I'm a Bernie supporter, I was really looking forward to when Bernie would drop out, because it looked like he was going to again. And I wanted to see how many Bernie people were upset. But I didn't see that many upset Bernie people, because I don't think he had as much support as he did four years before. And he even dropped out. Four months, two or three months before he dropped out the last time when it was him and Hillary. Because I want to say he dropped out around June in 2016. And then he dropped out in um, late March, early April. Early April he dropped out. So I had thought when he had dropped out last week that he was probably, that there was a possibility that he could run as like a third party candidate. But then earlier this week, he uh, um, eviscerated my theory and uh, endorsed Joe Biden. Because, I mean, I tweeted this out uh, a couple days ago. I tweeted this out a couple days ago. And what did I tweet? I'm pulling up my Twitter account now. Hold on one one second. Like you're listening anyway. Anyway, I I tweeted three days ago, as I'm recording this, Bernie and Biden both want Trump out of office. That's good enough for me. And that's, that's it. That pretty much sums up how I feel about the whole thing. Like, I, I really just want Trump out of office. I like to think, I hope and pray that a lot of people do. 
And I hope and pray that like a lot of people who don't necessarily like Biden, but I think he's going to use and have and install some of Bernie's policies or other people's policies. I'm sure it's just a whole clusterfuck of, all right, we're all going to, I'll promise to do all these things if you help me become president. So they're going to help him become president. And I hope it fucking works. I really hope this whole strategy of theirs to all support Biden really fucking works for them because I I have doubts. I I have doubts about it. I'm hopeful that it can happen, but we will see. We still have six, six and a half months until election day. And I think we're going to have an election day, it seems like. You know, because of this whole coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever the fuck you want to call it, pandemic. So we've got that going. And so I'm, I'm hopeful for that. Um, I just I just hope that they they made the right decision to back the right candidate. Because I'm not so sure that they did. But hopefully they're going to prove me wrong. And they did. And, and they, you know, I hope I hope that they proved me wrong. And actually you know, win this thing in November and win it handedly because they have to win in a convincing way and they have to make sure that there's no goddamn corruption. There's no hint of corruption that Trump could yell at, could bemoan, could say because he has a lot of power. Even when he stops being president, he's going to have a lot of power and a lot of his his supporters are still going to support him even if he's out of office in November, which I, or January of next year, whatever the fuck it is. Just hope that the Democrats are doing the right fucking thing here. And they seem to think that they are, but we'll see. I mean, I, I, I want Biden to win. I do. I'm going to vote for him. For the most part, I think I'm going to vote for him. Because I got yelled at. I got into several arguments slash conversations on Twitter today about a tweet that I put out saying, I can't remember it word for word, but I basically said that... um. If Warren is Biden's VP candidate, I might vote for Trump. People got mad. Like, liberals fucking got mad at me for that tweet. Mad. And I found it hilarious. Like, I'm going to hold you personally responsible, was one of the comments I got. They're going to hold me personally responsible. You don't know me personally. To hold, That's one important factor in holding me personally responsible is knowing me personally. I had one person ask, do you hate Warren because she's a woman? No, I don't hate Warren because she's a woman. I think her ideas are kind of out there and too far out there. And I think she's been caught in a couple of lies during her campaign and like just during her time as like a public figure, especially with the whole Indian thing and what's what college she graduated from or whatever. There's just too many red flags for her. And I felt like I compared it to um, another tweet about uh, when McCain picked Palin as a VP candidate and that cost McCain the election. So then people are like, oh, so you think Warren's stupid? I'm like, no, I just think there's a lot of red flags 
Whip Warren as the VP candidate. That I I wouldn't want that to happen. I wouldn't want them. I wouldn't want him to pick her. I hope that she's not the candidate. I have a bad feeling that she's going to be the candidate, though, and I hope that she's not the candidate because I don't want her to be the candidate. I don't want her to be the vice president. I'd like to see it. I, I think it's going to be a woman. He said he's going to have a woman as a vice president. And I have to think it's going to be either Klobuchar or Harris. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing Klobuchar's name. She's the lady from Minnesota. I like her a little bit. She's feisty. She's fiery. That's good. And and Kamala Harris, I think she's going to be great. I keep wanting to call her Kamala because I'm a wrestling fan. Kamala the young god and giant. But she's not Kamala. She's Kamala. I think is how you pronounce it. But yeah, I just I got yelled at on Twitter because I don't want Elizabeth Warren to be the vice presidential candidate. And I said I might vote for Trump. Let me clarify this. I won't vote for Trump, okay? I he's gonna keep I would only like here's the hypothetical here's the situation in which I would vote for Trump is if Warren was the candidate, the vice presidential candidate, and then Trump stopped acting like a uh, if he stopped acting like a bullying, inarticulate jackass. But that's all he is, is a bullying, inarticulate jackass. So I'm going to vote for Biden and whoever his running mate is. But uh, we'll see who his running mate is. Who knows who his running mate is? But I'm pretty sure one of the candidates that dropped out will be the the uh, vice presidential candidate come whenever the convention is. I don't even know when they're doing a convention. I heard they were going to do a uh, virtual convention or something like that. So, Which is really the way you ought to go. I mean, honestly, we live in an age now where we don't need shitloads of people convening in places anymore especially with like the the way tvs are and how great it is like you don't need to be there in the fucking arena to watch a show because in a lot of places especially now with tv and angles and stuff like that the worst place to watch a show or a sporting event is at the stadium or at the arena so and it also might be in biden's best interest to like do it virtually Virtually, so he can record his speech beforehand, which would be really good on his part because he's not very good at talking publicly, you know, like live. He's not good at live speaking because I'm pretty sure he has he's on the verge of dementia or senility or something. But hey, this is who the Democrats want as their candidate. So that's what we're going with, because that's apparently the best that they've got. Sleepy Joe Biden is our best shot, apparently. <sighs> so, yeah. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure I'll be talking more about the election as it draws closer. But I really don't want Trump to win. And I really hope that they made a right choice, the Democrats made a right choice, in having Biden be the candidate. Oh, my fucking God. God. <sighs> I think it's going to be fine as long as he doesn't do much talking. As long as Biden doesn't do much talking. I think he's going to have a good support system behind him. I, you know, I'm sure he's promised cabinet positions all, of, all around. So we'll see how that goes. But I, 
You have to win first. You have to win in November 1st before you start announcing who the cabinet positions are going to be, okay? Let's focus on winning in the beginning of November and kicking Trump's ass election-wise. Get him the fuck out there, and then we can announce cabinet positions and shit like that, all right? Let's not be bragging and thinking that we won already, okay, Hillary Clinton? (sighs) All right, now I think I've gotten everything off my chest regarding this. Maybe. Anyway, thank you for listening to the podcast today. Uh, Before we get to what's pissing you off, just some reminders. Please subscribe, share, and review the podcast with whoever you know, with however you listen to the podcast. Please uh, review it or like it. Or um, if, if, if there's an episode that I've done that you think a friend should hear, let them know. Send them it. You know, send them a screenshot of it or something. And if you're going to share my podcast with somebody, share it. Make sure that I'm tagged in it so I know that you're sharing it. Okay? That's all I'm asking. Help me help you. I'm helping you by you hearing me vent about stuff. And I'm also, I'm helping you with what's pissing you off. If you want to contribute to what's pissing you off, I have a variety of ways for which you can submit that to me. Um, You can email me, mctaggartattack at gmail.com. You can find me on social media at mctaggartattack. And there's also the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast. And also, you can find me on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel where I put all the podcast episodes. So, subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Kevin McTaggart. I think it's KMAC3324. I'm not sure. But, um, you can find me on the YouTube. And you can, um, subscribe to my channel and like all of my videos. I'm gonna, I'm trying to put out more videos. Because I'm on TikTok and I have a lot of videos on there. If you want to watch my TikTok videos, I'm going to slowly put all of my TikTok videos on YouTube in case they ever get deleted by TikTok. I don't know if that's a fucking thing. But anyway, let's get to uh, the what's pissing you off topic for today. And it is, I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I want to look it up first so I know that I don't fuck it up. And, um, that's not it. Is that, oh, here it is. Um, it is from Twitter. It is from at A-S-H-K-K-R. Ash Kicker? Sure. Uh, he's pissed off about getting low on weed. And it's a, uh, let me say that again. Getting low on weed and the dispensaries are closed. That has to be pretty frustrating, you know, like, you know, we're in a time of crisis right now and people are on nerves. Their their nervous system has been shot to hell worrying about this whole thing. I know I find myself anxious and depressed at least once a week because of this whole pandemic thing. And I know that not for me. I've I've hardly ever done it, but I know that there are people that do like to smoke weed, and 
that help that gets them through the day that gets them through the rough times the good times all of the times it helps them and it's got to be so frustrating to run low on weed and the dispensaries being closed what the fuck are we supposed to do why aren't the dispensaries considered essential businesses if florida if florida can deem the wwe as an essential business why can't they also deem the weed dispensaries as an essential business? Because that is a business that supplies stuff to people legally that they need to get through the day. And it's fucking closed? What, what, what is the fucking sense of that? That makes no goddamn sense. But then again, nothing that's happened so far during this entire pandemic has made any fucking sense with the with the um delay and not even acknowledging that this was a fucking problem to like two months later when we fucking realized that it's a problem and we just decide to shut everything down which is a totally fucking stupid idea because businesses are gonna fucking suffer more than people who are gonna get hit with the coronavirus is businesses are gonna get fucked up for decades like business people are gonna lose their job their dream of their jobs because of this goddamn pandemic because of the stupid lockdown that we put in for this for this goddamn pandemic, for this deadly disease, more people are going to get hurt through businesses than they are, you know, through, you know, getting sick from the disease. And then people are so fucking rattled by everything that's happening in the past couple months that they need to smoke weed, but they can't smoke weed because the dispensaries are closed. And that's the bottom line if you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking.